to The Run. I'm your host, Anna Bellinghausen. Joining me, as always, Johnny Rogers, Tommy Frazier. Guys, thank you so much for being here. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. I just don't like this time change, but other than that, I'm doing great. I know. It's dark outside. It is. It makes me nervous. You get dark at 5 o'clock, <laughs> start getting dark. And Johnny has a pickleball game tonight, too, so you're going to have to play under the lights prime time. Oh, no. It's inside. Oh, it's inside. Oh, yeah. It's inside. Yeah, yeah, it's, outside. Johnny's not playing outside. I, I was picturing cold. Johnny in a, in a pickleball arena with 10,000 yeah. fans around him. Probably. We can do it. That's <laughs> what we're looking up. We're trying to go around and find as much competition as we can. You can't find any, though. Well, no, we find competition, but we need more competition. Mm. You know, we don't want – we have uh, several teams that beat us a couple times, di different times, but when you play them, got ten different people in the league, you should be – eight or seven or eight of them should be able to beat you every nine. Right, right. You, you should, can't get no better if you don't have competition. You shouldn't dominate the whole league every time no, you play. No, I don't want to do you that. You should join the Big Ten West, John. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Well, today we are proudly presented by Cornhead Lager, the perfect beer to enjoy while watching your favorite game and purchases. Again, guys, help NIL through the 1890 initiative. Super important stuff there, so go check them out or go grab a beer. And before we get into the preview of this week, let's talk a little bit about Maryland and Nebraska. 13-10 loss at home. Do we have to? We have to, oh guys. My God. Oh my Pretty goodness. perplexing loss. Um, five turnovers. Mm. Reaction watching that one, starting with you, Tommy. I don't get pissed about these games when they win or lose, but this one had me pissed. You know, it had me want to go out and throw an axe through a, through a, a tool shed or something because it's the, it's the same story. It's like Groundhog's Day. You know, you get something going and they turn the ball over Defense gets the ball back, gets something going, turn the ball over again, and it's like it's like the same story over and over and over again. It's 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 getting it's getting on my nerves. Well, other than uh, a couple of times that we lost uh, during uh, when I, when I was playing, I can't remember another time I really got actually sad behind losing a football game by looking at it. I mean, I was actually sad. I just mm -hmm. couldn't believe that we had turned that over. I couldn't believe that we were down there on the five-yard line. We, we got trying to run the clock down. Trying to run the clock down. Trying to run the clock down. All we have to do is run it down as much as we can and kick the field goal. Right, Isn't right. that what we do? Right, and that's, that's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. And that's, that's what bothered me more than anything because it was like deja vu all over again. And, and, and people don't, don't remember this. Go back to the Minnesota game in the first, in the first half. It was the exact same play. Exact same results, mm -hmm. exact same guy intercepting the ball, the corner. And it's kind of like, okay, you got three points on the board automatically. Run the ball there, force them to use a timeout, kick the field goal. And, and it just, you don't put players in that position to even have opportunity to throw that ball. Mm -hmm. That's coaching then. That's yeah, that, 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 that was definitely whole, coaching. The whole thing is coaching. I, uh, Ch Chubba, I was really just getting into Chubba when we walked yeah, down there. He, he was, was doing a great yeah, job. He was doing the things, he was doing the things, yeah. he doing I, things I, that, I he, that he can God, do well. And then you put them in that position to where, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand it why these these offensive coordinators in the, in this time and era think that because you're on the five yard line, three yard line, you got to throw a touchdown pass to, to score. You know, let's I, go back to the old, old I can't imagine. days to where you line up and just, and just run the ball downhill. You have to. That's how you build morale amongst your your team. Right. To let them know that they can't stop you, and you can pretty no guy back should be able to stop you four downs down mm. on the five yard line. And especially you got to prove it though. And you especially at that it. point right there, you run it three times because you know that you're in field goal range. You pretty much guarantee the field goal. If they yeah. stop your three runs, kick the field goals, now you're still up 13-10 with probably less than a minute, five seconds left in the game. Now their butthole gets tight. How you like me now? <laughs> I'm using Johnny. How you like They're me now? Is tight now. <laughs> there you go. That's one. That's one. That's one. <laughs> now Johnny's holding your towel. Well, that's actually two. That's actually two. <laughs> right, guys. Let's go back to that play. So it was third and goal from the seven-yard line. They elect to pass. Mm. How much on that is play calling versus execution when you saw where that ball ended up? Well, it's, it's, it's both. You know, I, you call a play, but and if you go back to, um, I think it was Kemp, he didn't actually run a corner around. It was kind of like a banana route to it. He just rolled right into it. Mm, bad route. And then the outside receiver, instead of him continuing to come come all the way come across, he stopped. Mm -hmm. So now that we put the corner like, well, I don't have to go anywhere. And the corner was the one who actually fell back and intercepted the ball. You know, so, but it, in my opinion, if you're going to run that play, run to the wide side of the field, give yourself more opportunity where you can get more air up on the ball to where you don't have to have a perfect pass. Right there, you got to be perfect on that play. Mm -hmm. No, that, that, without a doubt. But how can you call a play to the short side if you're like that? I think I heard Rule say that there was a run option. No, that wasn't a run option. That was no, the, that, that was the, that, that, that one wasn't a run option. That was that what that was no, that wasn't a run option. They just went out and passed. That was a design pass there. That was a design pass there. 
Yeah, I mean, he was in the shotgun and then had, I think it was Emmett Johnson right next to him. Right. But it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a design pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at the quarterback play, I mean, every single guy that came on the field had a turnover, whether it was an interception or a fumble with Sims. Yeah, it, it just telling you that there's, there's something going on in that quarterback room to where if one guy makes a mistake, it's like, okay, it's that one guy. But then the second guy comes and makes a mistake, then it's, it's those two. But the third guy, and then making the same mistakes, you know, you got to start wondering how they're being coached. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're not being coached the right way to do but there's some, some, I will. Some, way, some way it's not translating <laughs> until them being successful on the football field, not making those costly mistakes at costly times. Yeah. All the time, the costly time. It's not ever a good time. But no time. But I don't know how we can be in, be in that situation where you would even think about doing yeah, that. Yeah, but, but no time. All we had to do was kick the field goal, yeah, but Tommy. What I'm saying, John, no, then you're right, you don't want to turn the ball over. But even at, at, before that last stage, they still had four turnovers. But we're still driving down to, the, to, take the, to take the lead. And then that last interception was like, okay, oh, my goodness. Now all, all I'm going to have to do now is go down and kick a field goal. Or right. finish it overtime. So I just think that you gotta you got to start being smart about what kind of pressure you want to put on those young quarterbacks? Because it, you know, they obviously can't handle tough situations right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's quite clear what we'll be doing on all season. We definitely got to get into the portal to get a quarterback. And we got to learn and, 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 and protecting the football. You know, and we, we definitely need linemen. We got to get in there and get some get some linemen. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. know, uh, but that's just, it's quite obvious what we need. Even though I think we got, don't we have a couple quarterbacks uh, uh, that that's still on the bench over there? We got mm-hmm. one from. Uh, let me see. We got a quarterback. Yeah, non-scholarship quarterbacks. Yeah, non-scholarship yeah. quarterbacks. A couple, one from Texas, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, one's brother played in the NFL. Well, oh. Chubb, uh, Chubb, and Chubb, well, Chubb's well, brother well, played in the NFL yeah, too. And, didn't and he? Chubb was the one, who, the, the last one, the last quarterback who made the last interception. Mm-hmm. So Chubb played. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, the list, Johnny. Yeah, he's a, yeah. So I'm about, <laughs> there's another list. <laughs> it's weaker. It Where can't get much. List? It can't hey, get much are, worse. Are you looking at the JV team? Whoever. We got to throw some women in. <laughs> the cheerleaders. Hey, hey, have you seen any, the, the, the video clip of Anna playing powder puff football and being Ooh, a quarterback? I should have pulled no, it up. No, no, I didn't. I'll show you after the show, but oh, I'm going to get a quarterback, too. Anna, Anna oh, could have done that. Anna could have done that. I tell you. My record's 2 and oh, so put me in, Coach. Put me in, Coach. Every day's game day. <laughs> Not every other day. <laughs> um, I want to go back to Satterfield, though, because there's been a lot of questions among fans. Should they keep him on the staff come next season? Rule just straight up said, I'm not going to be firing people midseason. Why would you? But no, no, well, it's, what's your take? It's, it's like anything. You, at the end of the year, you evaluate. And, and I just look at it. I, I like Satterfield. He's, I think he's a great guy. I think I had conversations with him, several conversations with him, not about football, just getting to know him. Mm-hmm. But when you, look at his, when you look at his history of everywhere he's been, you know, he's never really had a top 50 or top 60 ranked offense, total, in total, in total offense. So right there kind of gives you some leery, leery, like, okay, can he really get it done? You know, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's the first year. I don't want people to panic because of the staff. Because, you know, if you're going to panic, then you look at it and say, well, how come the young wide receivers aren't, aren't running the proper routes because they have a young guy that they, they had to hop, um, put in there at, at the last second. So I just think once the evaluations come and then let Coach Rules figure out what's the best decision for this, for this program moving forward. Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't believe that we should make our decisions midseason. Yeah. We should wait till after the season and make a determination because there's a lot of different places you can use your coaches and different things to do, but you shouldn't let them know that they're off the hook. Right. Because we have this their problem. They're, this, they're, are the, they're responsible, just as responsible as the athletes are on the field. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't be unaccountable. Yeah. And he, he needs to take accountability for the type of calls that he's actually calling because he doesn't have that much experience either. Right. And, that, and that's the thing about it to where – Everybody gets evaluated from from the coaches, Everybody. from the head coach. Trev's going to evaluate him, and, 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 and then he's going to evaluate his coaching staff, and they're going to decide, do, do, we, do we need to make a change at the position, or do we need to go find better players at the position? So uh, just wait till the end of the season, and then let them go through their evaluation period. Yeah, everybody gets evaluated except for Trev. You know. Well, Trev got evaluated. <laughs> you evaluated him. No, no, Trev got evaluated, and he got, he, he got a nice little raise. By, he did. Got a, and it comes from an uh, outgoing president. Yeah, on his way out. <laughs> on his way out. He got a no cut. A yeah. no-cut contract, yeah. eight years. Yeah, but, but but you know what though? But they're just saying that for what Trevor's done yeah. so far, you know, with the, with basketball, with women's basketball, tennis, um, sports, tennis being up, you know, baseball playing a little better, you know, the basketball getting a little better, volleyball. I think I think soccer. And Trevor's mm-hmm. done some good things here at the university. But the one thing that we got to make sure that this football program gets to the point where it's winning consistently. Yeah. Well, only problem I have with the whole. 
type of program is we give, in my estimation, too many guaranteed contracts and not enough incentives. If you do can show that you're doing better, then I, we, should, we should reward you. And I, we should reward you as you go. So I could give you, uh, you know, two, three years with options uh, to go, but you got to earn the money. And, not I, and Johnny, I think that it work with, with younger younger guys trying to make a name for themselves. But when you when you trying to get the best coaches out there and other schools, are well, fighting, we're talking about the AD now well, 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 and, and, and coaches well, well, too. Well, 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 all these contracts are being guaranteed now because they, you know. And I'm just saying I don't agree with. I, it. I, I don't agree with yeah, either yeah. because look look at Jimbo Fisher. He got fired and then he walked away with seventy seven million dollars yeah. right. guaranteed. It. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah and well, but, but, <laughs> but I just think that that you're right. They need to be incentive laden. You know, and they're not going to do it because of the TV money and. And but something's going and it's only going to get worse as, as, as the years go. It on. is going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It is going because we have a lot of coaches. I'm not saying ours at this point, but integrity is a big thing. You get you get eighty million dollars, hundred million dollars. It's hard to get up early in the morning. <laughs> you ain't trying I, that I, I, I hard. I might get up yeah. early, but I might not go to sleep either. <laughs> you might not go to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might, I might be, already be up. Yeah, I might be partying. I might be rolling in. <laughs> a little bit more on that Albert's contract. So this keeps him in Nebraska through. 2031. Uh, now his salary will be 1.7 million, and then it could go up to 2.1 million through 2026. So 150% increase. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that contract? I know you said you like the guy. Look, if he if he if the programs are improving, mm. and and he's doing the things to the the, the put Nebraska athletics in the, in the forefront of of, of reaching their potential, yep. I don't have a problem with it. You know, if you if you give if you give an offensive coordinator a million dollars, and they, why not give you AD more that you know more mm. than that? Because so he's he's actually running more sports, all sports. So I think I think a lot of the ADs, if you look at the big scheme, are underpaid for mm. what they what, what they have to go through and what they do. Well, I feel they could be underpaid too, and they could be overpaid. You know, and that's why the, the incentives or a contract kind of you know puts that in place where you can just pace it out. Anybody who really does well should get paid right. more. Without a doubt. I do not agree with trying to get them the cheapest you can. I want to give you as much as you can, Be as much as you earn. Be competitive. Yeah, yeah. I want to let you know we really appreciate it. But when you already got it, you can't show them how much you appreciate it as the years goes right, on. Right. You, know, can't, you don't have you can't. You don't even want to break it because you don't want to give it more. I mean, you could, though. Yeah, you, you, you can always get more. <laughs> yeah, if you, got, if, you got a, if you got a president on the way out again. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you can always get more. Just a parting gift. Yeah, oh, my Very God. Nice. Oh, I'm leaving, so here's my gift to you. <laughs> oh, Let someone else deal with the, the contract when I'm gone. <laughs> they can't deal with it. Ain't nothing mm-hmm. they can do. But, but you could, though, because here's the thing about it. You know, they can recommend any of these contracts. But the border regions still have to approve these contracts. Well, they've yep. approved it. And so, 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 so <laughs> it's, it's like, like you know, Trev want to pay Matt Rule this kind of his contract. It was he can't pay that much. Well, obviously the border region agreed with it because they approved it. You know, if the border region said no, then they want to pay it. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything, all these contracts get still got to go through a, a group of people that actually run the university. Well, I remember with Trev, uh, not Trev, but uh, Scott was in, in for just a year or so in his contract, and they renewed his contract, gave him more money. Look well, what happened. You know, they, they, I think his contract was always rollover every year, get, in, get another year. But I'm firm believing if you, if you don't have a winning season, you don't get an extra year. Or extra money. If you, if you win, if you have a winning <laughs> season, you go to the bowl game, then, then you get a roll another year. Mm-hmm. But, but if you don't, then I, then I know they're saying, well, these coaches got to be aligned with recruiting. And, you know, No, if you're not winning, then you, that's your fault. You're not going to be here anyway to recruit. So mm-hmm. so you give them a five-year contract, and then if they win, have a winning season, you roll over. They have a losing season, stay, it goes to four. Right. If they win, and you keep it at four then, until – well, that's, what, that's, that's being reasonable. It's being reasonable. You know, rather than squandering money. You know, the Big Ten's got a lot of money, so they're just squandering money. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but it do- doesn't incentivize people when you give them too much too soon or something for nothing. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't you know? me. No. <laughs> huh? It wouldn't me. What, give you something for nothing? It wouldn't incentivize me. You already got the money. It's guaranteed, so mm-hmm. why not? That's what I'm saying. Johnny, Johnny you won. Uh, okay, whatever. Johnny, you lost. Oh, well, I'm still going to get fired. You get fired, you, too. Yeah, you won't get up. Yeah, you get fired. Oh, they fired me. I'm still, I still got $60 million walking out the door with, so I don't got to work for seven years. <laughs> seven years. <laughs> Guys, let's talk a little bit more about that QB situation. So, Heinrich apparently dealing with an ankle injury. It's said to be a high ankle sprain, it which is. is very worrisome. It is. Yeah, he, um, he's probably done for until bowl game. They go to bowl game. That would be my assumption mm-hmm. as well. So now you have Jeff Sims and Chubba Purdy, who both haven't been completely healthy this right. entire season. They've been taking the majority of reps at practice. 
Who do you trust more? Chubba. Chubba. Why? Because, you know, Jeff had an opportunity a bunch this of week, well, especially this week, with him being the starter and was, was, or coming in the game when, when he did and playing what, two quarters and had three turnovers. You can't trust him. And right there, show me you can't trust him. And there's something mentally that's going on in his head, you know, because I. It, it, it's not. It's not somebody that's been here at Nebraska. It was a, when he was at Georgia Tech too. So mm-hmm. I just think, and, and as a as a coach, you can't you can't trust him because if you're gonna get a ball away every time, every four or five plays, you're gonna lose a game. And so I, so Chubb is the guy that I think I trust right now more than, than Jeff. Well, if, if Jeff, they already knew about Jeff before. How did they go in the portal to get him to bring him here in that's the first question. place? It's a really good question. They, you know, they, that, they, that's they, the they, one they, they went and got. They looked at his athletic, athletic ability because mm-hmm. that, that's that's what that's what Satterfield wanted was a guy who can run and yeah. and, throw, and, and and hey, it just hadn't worked out. And then you win some, you lose some, and this one right here, it was a bust. Well, I, I like Chubba. That's why. That's why you don't always go in the portal. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> they're hit and miss. They're hit, you they're just hit, don't know. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and you look at his time at Georgia Tech, and again, he had the same issues with turnovers there. And maybe, hey, it just didn't pan out. But I got this question posed to me by a friend, so I want to ask you guys. But do you think the starting quarterback for next season is on the Nebraska roster right now? I do. I do. Who do you think that is? I think it's Harper. I think it's Heinrich until until someone beats him out because he's he's proven. That that it, the, the more he plays, the better he gets. And I, and I think by him hurting his, um, hurting his ankle was hurt Nebraska. They weren't they weren't expecting for him to be out of the game that quick, mm-hmm. you know. So I think I think he's he's a starter until someone comes and beat him out. Now you go out and find someone with probably just as much talent. They have to beat him out, but I think he's going to be the starter going in next year. Well, it's hard, you know. I, I, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. He makes some great runs. He, he makes he's being made passes, but I'm not sure if he's really himself consider himself a quarterback. I don't think that that's where he really might really want to be. No, he's a quarterback. Where, no, where he, he no, to be. he's a quarterback. He, that's where he wants to be. That's not he's not he's not a traditional type quarterback, let's say that. Well I don't think any of those three I don't are. think any of them. I don't think any quarterback in the in well, I think Chubba, Chubba's been he has a quarterback background. I don't think uh, that he does. He didn't probably have the quarterback. Yeah, Hyman was one of the top quarterbacks coming out of Nebraska when he when, when he mm-hmm. came out of high school. So yeah, Carney Catholic. Yeah, so I mean, it just mm-hmm. it just it's, you know. And I told someone this the other day. When you look at quarterback position, when you when you hear one year under one defense on on the one coordinator, and then that coordinator leaves another comes in, they have their own training way they want to do things and how they run their system to where it's mm-hmm. tough for a young quarterback to actually pick up things quicker, mm-hmm. quicker, quick as, as as slow as they're picking it up. And I just think it's going to take time. Another spring ball up on the, on the side of yep. field. Who, I think they're going to see improvement. Well, one thing that would really help out, too, is if you had more protection. And if, you have, if you have a good line, I always say that, the, you know, when you get a quarterback that does well or a running back that does well, it's because you got a good line. Yeah, if they sign 12 offensive linemen and, and, and 10 defensive linemen in this class, I won't care. I'll be happy. <laughs> right. That's, what, be that's happy. what we need. And we don't want them. We need them. But we need depth. I'm curious next year if they do, say, dip into the portal, get a quarterback. Is that just kind of a Band-Aid situation? You grab a guy, a grad transfer, let's say, for one year, and you throw him in, and then you're still developing. Heinrich, he comes in as a backup. Is that a good solution, or do you want to develop those guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just depends. I mean, it depends on how dire you are in looking for a quarterback. I mean, it just was, you know, why do you go in the portal and get transferred, guys? Because you need immediate help right now. You need it now. You need yeah. help right now. But, if you, but if they you, always need help now, it yeah, seems. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but different you, positions, Different though. positions, though, yeah. but, but if you're in the process of trying to um to build and trying to 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 get players to understand your system from freshman up then you you figure out yeah let's get a young quarterback out of high school and let's groom him that way so i mean it just depends on how, what if they're in dire straits right now or if they're panicking mm-hmm. and right now i don't think there's a need to panic right now well even though we need quarterbacks bad i would almost go in that portal looking for line line more yeah. than quarterback yeah, more quarterbacks because yeah. we can we can make it with the quarterback, but we can't make it with the line where the quarterback doesn't have the time and the, the be comfort right. for the protection that that he needs to really develop himself. Yeah, if you have better but line, you run it all the time and you're scared all the time. Right. It makes a big difference, and when you drop back there and you know the fellow's got you covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, better line play makes the quarterback play a lot. Oh yeah, like better. Yeah. You could be a star, anybody, if you got time. Yes, Johnny can play quarterback and be a star. Back I there. sure I have. At, 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 at seventy-three, I'm saying at seventy-three, seventy-two, but uh, you can make him look good. 
said, I could take it for two more years. Two more years. Yeah, for how much could I get? Right, that's right. We can find some NIL deals for you. Yeah, okay, so let's move on to the Wisconsin matchup, Nebraska. Let's talk about the defense, though, Lou. Okay. You got a defensive coordinator who's up for the Frank Ross Award. And the, also, yeah, you want to keep him award. in Nebraska is and another want, good point. You want to keep him, so you have to empty, empty, the, pot, empty the purse on him. Better pay the man. Right. You know, and he's earned his pay. And I agree with that. He's mm-hmm. earned his and pay. I agree with that. No problem. Well, what do you like about the defense then? Defense, it wasn't the, the stellar defense that you've seen prior, but they, they, they didn't break. Mm-hmm. They bent a little bit, but they didn't break. And then mm-hmm. when you're battling five turnovers, you know, it's tough. And still, only, and still yeah. really only give up 10 points, I mean, or 13 points. That you, Your defense played well enough, very well to win that game. Well, yeah. I, I think they played well, too. And, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of the teams that we played against are that good. But they still played to the level that was necessary. And they are growing. They right. are getting better all the time. So as we get more competition, we got to go in there and run off with UCLA and, and USC. Then we got people that are prepared to do that, that we've grown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish our offense was growing just like that. That'd be great. That'd be it. Fabulous. Right, and, 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 and it's, it's two different type of pra- intensities when you watch them practice. Or defense, you just see them flying around, coaches the coaching offense is kind of more relaxed, make a mistake, let's move on to the next play. And it's like, no, you gotta you gotta mm. correct that right there. Don't let don't let a mistake go by. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think that's something that they hopefully if they get to next year because you, you can't change it now because it is what it yeah. is right now. Well, one of the things I really liked by, by, about Rule when I first uh, met him and I went down to see the practices, anybody that was making mistakes, they were trying to correct them right then. Right. You know, they, they were stopping practice to let you know the point at that time, at that mm-hmm. spot. Uh, and I thought that was good. You don't put it off to the meeting. We're going to talk about it when we can look at it. We're going to talk about it now. Right, right. You know, and that's part of – I think that's, that's part of how he got to relate to them so well that he was making them better each man at a time. Mm-hmm. They just were not – up to the level quick enough right now for yeah mm-hmm. i mean you can coach your team as much as you want but it doesn't matter if they don't execute it on the actual field well they in, in reality you know i had information at the beginning of the season before the season even started that they didn't think that they were going to win six games they, but with the, with the people with, that with they the, had with the people, with they, the people had. they had they had to work with those people and i told them i couldn't like you know we, we got to go to the bowl game they said well we we know five, but not six. Right, right. Yeah, but we give away. We, we, we give it away. away. We give away <laughs> yeah. three games. Yeah, they had it right there at any point in time. Still got it right now. The opportunity to go to that bowl game, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure we're up. the team that we're playing now, it's going to be very difficult not to get it. We really have to try to beat ourselves. Yeah, I mean, so Wisconsin. I don't see anything fancy with Wisconsin. They're they're not the defense is not what they used to be because Wisconsin used to be. Iowa, mm-hmm. to where yeah. one thing, their defense wasn't going to give up much, and offense is going to play enough well enough to just put points on the board. But this year, you know, they're, they're not the same team. They're a totally different team than what we've seen in the past. And them losing at home last week to Northwestern, with Northwestern the way they mm-hmm. did, it's like, wow. I've never thought Northwestern would go into yeah. Camp Randall and beat them the way they did. Yeah, and the fans aren't happy up in Wisconsin. I mean, that's, oh, a, no. that's very unacceptable for where Wisconsin's been in the past five years or so. But, I mean, you, you have to factor in all those changes at Coach. You, you know? Once again, look at the West. Look at all the coaching yeah. changes you've had and look at the team's records. Yeah, it's, it's been downhill <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not oh, like It's yeah. not like it's rocket science. You can't figure that no. out. The teams that, the team that had first-year coaches aren't, don't, don't have winning schedule, mm-hmm. winning records. The ones that had coaches that's been there more than two, two three years have winning records. Yeah. Wisconsin has changed a lot. Yeah, they changed, what, they, three they or four coaches it. in the last six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And, and changed their offense to the where they used to run the offense. They had, used to have the big, real big Right, guys. right. And they're just going to plunge it down slowly but surely. It's don't work it down. Now they throw more than we do. Mm-hmm. Well, Nebraska's four-and-a-half-point underdogs at Wisconsin. Oh. Never beaten them up there and haven't beat the Badgers in general since 2012. And that matchup record was actually posted around the Nebraska locker room. And they asked Rule about it today at the press conference. And he Did he said do it? He didn't do it. No, he's mm-hmm. like, I didn't do that. But you it could have been a player, could have been a strength coach. I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> to, me, to me, that means hill of beans for this team. What happened in the past? Mm-hmm. Because you still got to go out and play the game, right? You know, just like last year when Nebraska finally beat Iowa, that didn't mean anything. They won that one that year. Now you got now you got to follow up and win, beat them this year. So you still got to play the game. Each year is different. Each team is different. And but I think Nebraska need to win this one for sure to go to the bowl game. Because Iowa, I don't know if they gonna, with Iowa coming up. I don't know. They need to win this one for know. sure. Yeah, because I don't yeah. know. Yeah. If they win this one and the next one, you know, they, they're, they're set for go, they can win the conference. Yeah, yeah they're, they're tied for it. They can tie for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know they'll be up there. Yeah, they're tied for it. 
Yeah, but I just think the, the Wisconsin game, they, they, they put more pressure on them than they need it mm-hmm. because by giving them the last two weeks' games away. Yeah. Out of those two games, you would say Wisconsin's the more winnable one for yes. sure, on the, even if it's on the road. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, both teams are 5-5, five and five, obviously seeking bowl games, so everyone's pretty hungry for a win here. Nebraska's lost two straight. Wisconsin's lost three straight. So it can't be a situation like Michigan State where you kind of – Came in pretty confident to win that matchup, right. and uh, Michigan State had lost six in a row. Johnny mentioned it, it was their senior day. You have to factor that all into that motivation, and Wisconsin wants to win at home in front of those fans that and, have seen and, and at they this want to point beat Nebraska. They want to beat Everyone Nebraska. wants to beat Nebraska. You know, Barry, Barry Everett, uh, he built that program based off what Nebraska was built off of, mm-hmm. and then the last 20 years they've actually made it better than Nebraska did. <laughs> so. I think you got a bowl game at stake. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. for both teams. Both yep. teams. <laughs> you got 15 more practices. Uh, coaches get extra time. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're on the trip. I mean, this is a big deal. And, yep. and like I said, if we don't win it, if they don't win it either, likelihood of really going to a bowl game is slim and none. Yeah. yeah. They would definitely have to take a really good game against Iowa to make that happen. <laughs> Johnny, you bring up a good point, though, about the 15 extra practices for a bowl game. And mm-hmm. I think Nick Boss said this on his podcast, but he went back and calculated over the years how many practices Nebraska had missed out on. It was 90. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of practice. That's a lot of practice. Just from your days, what do you remember about those bowl like leading up to bowl game practices? How much those really mattered? How much you learned? Well, I don't think it. Re- I, I, what it did for us was kept us in shape. Mm-hmm. You know, it kept because right. uh, you know you, you're practicing two or three, sometimes almost a month before you play. So it kept kept you in the rhythm, kept you in shape. I think that's that's more so what we used it for because you know. We didn't play a lot of young guys because everybody was brought up through the system. Mm-hmm. But it just kept us our timing down because you know, we ran the option that kept our timing down. So, but it still helps because those are extra practices. Right. Oh, we need repetition. You know, we need to stay on it, be fresh with it. And I'm sure they're going to put, on, put in some extra plays, you know, like um, maybe some extra trip, uh, trick plays or whatever. But it's going to be more for them to do, and they just need to – if you let them go and they just go off on your own, you don't get nothing. So mm-hmm. just sticking together and just a repetition, I think, is a really big deal. Yeah, and if they do make that bowl game, there would be a chance that Heinrich does come back for yeah, that right. game. So there's you know, something to live for in that respect. <laughs> I have no idea for. what we're going to see uh, out of Sims or Chubb or whoever starts this game. I think Satterfield even said you could see all three quarterbacks. They know Heinrich won't start, but yeah, he, Heinrich, gets, he, he won't play. He could. He won't they play. said he, they're saying that he'll practice tomorrow. He won't play. It, it, high ankle sprains, you just don't recover that mm-hmm. fast from high ankle sprains. I don't think so either, but why would they – I mean, why are they putting that bug keeping in people's that, ears? Keep, keep the option of, not, to, not to show who, their, their hand or who's right. going to be got to prepare for. Right. How can you run an offense with Jeff Sims or Chubba Purdy? What do you do? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Do things – don't, don't. here's what I say the game plan should be. Don't do anything that's going to put the defense in a bad situation because the defense, I think, is going to play well enough to give you opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you just capitalize on a few opportunities you got, you, you get, but you can't go out there and you turn the ball over and give them, put the defense in, in a short field every time. Uh, every, if, if, if you put a defense in a short field five times this, this week, they're going to lose. It knocks the win out of you. You know, I mean, the defense plays hard to get you in a good deal, and you turn the ball over and they're right back on the field again. That's, just, that's frustrating. You know, and people don't have confidence at that mm-hmm. point in time because they're playing as hard as they can. Right. And so when they do something good, you need to come in and do something good. So we just keep it going back and forth. How many risks do you want to see Nebraska take? Like how many 20-plus yard passing throws? Well, I think you got to, oh. I think, I think you got to do it to keep defense honest. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Because you just can't sit and say we're going to run the game, run, run, run. You, right. you got to show them that, hey, we're going to take chances deep and just put it in their heads. I think if you, if you, try, if you throw about six or seven deep, deep passes mm-hmm. a game, I think, I, think that's, I think it's sufficient enough to – Force the defense to wait a minute. We can't. We can't put nine guys in the box. We got to wait because they they will sneak one behind us. Mm-hmm. I feel we got to be going for it. We can't act like we're the old Wisconsin where we're just going to pound right. it down. You still got to play we, the win. We, we don't have a good enough team to do that. We have to put some some creativity in there and try to establish the type of thing that we can do. Yep. And uh, we, we need to work with the receivers that we got. But but like I said, when you play in the zone, like Tommy, when people are reading the zone. They're trying to get to their position, and you know where they're going. Right, and you're just going <laughs> you know yeah, to get, get to your get to your position, get to your and, spot, yeah. and they throw the spot. But you know, you have I've seen several times that our receivers stop. 
because they don't. Because it's not. But, and they know where they're supposed to be. They got to know where they're supposed to be. But that, that and goes, they don't be there. But, but that goes back to them, to them being young. Because when you, you're playing, like, I know you're saying they're still football players, but they're still young to where they got to understand that because I'm supposed to stop here, but there's a hole over here, let's mm-hmm. move over here into this zone right here. Because those guys know where you're dropping to, so you got you got to play the game and, and, and you yeah, know but, where you're supposed to be. You know where you're supposed to be. So if you got they just move over to the next hole. Mm, I think it's a lot about adjusting, and I don't think that's what we saw of Heinrich is his ability to adjust, and I think that's kind of why he struggled against defenses. But that's the way all the quarterbacks are, though. I think it's how <laughs> all the Nebraska quarterbacks have been. Because you look at the interceptions, they're just overthrowing the ball. It's like. Mis- is it miscommunication on routes? Is it the wide no, receivers? Is it the play calls? It, it just Both. goes back to it goes back to how they being coached, and then we as we said it all there. One quarterback makes, makes well, a mistake. It's one thing, okay? Maybe it's the quarterback, but when two and three quarterbacks are making the same exact mistakes the first guy made, to me that's coaching. That's how they being coached. Mm-hmm. To make mistakes? What? Well, <laughs> what, what, what? If they're making the same mistake, yeah, because it's, it's how they're reading the coverages. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're coaches. To make <laughs> well, obviously mistakes. not. <laughs> but, 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 but the coaches, the coaches are just—they're not showing up either. Like I said, some of the plays that they're calling, mm-hmm. they wish it. I don't even know how we got to that point where we, we're passing on third down and we're down in the red zone. Does rule call the plays now? No. No. You, you think he doesn't give that up? No. But no, he, th- he th- could tell him we he, don't want. To, he could tell him he can suggest a game plan what he wants. But, but I mean, in that, yeah, situation, in that situation, he could just say we're down here. And he's done. And I heard he did that before in a game. Mm-hmm. No, we gonna we don't don't run that play. Run this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, don't but, pass it. Don't they, put it in there. Right. So, I, but I just think there, there's times where the offensive coordinator has to understand the situation and the, and the outcome. If yep. you if you do it this way, we we win. If we do it this way. Not anything bad. Something bad's gonna happen. They put Satterfield up in the press box instead of having him on the sideline with the quarterback. Do they need a quarterback coach just to be down there? Because I would assume right now it's just rule coaching that quarterback versus Satterfield, who's up in the press box. Uh, Who knows? I mean, it's one of those deals. You got to ask the quarterbacks. Do you feel better with him down the field? Mm -hmm. Me, for me, I had Turner Gill on the field. You know, had Coach Osborne on the field. But there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of quarterback coach who are up in the box. And then they send messages either through the phone or the wide receiver coach will say, hey, oh, this is this coverage here. Look for this right here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're seeing. You know, so it just depends on how to, what the quarterbacks feel. Yeah. Well, you can see, you can see far more up in the, in the press box. Right. As a coordinator. Can, on, yes. As a coordinator. Yeah. And you're sending them down, and they're, they're sending, sending them in. But uh, Coach Osborne was all offensive coordinator. He could see from up there. And uh, I felt great every time he called a place. I figured it was going to work. Mm-hmm. It, it would work. But it was. I don't think they do as well. They can't see as much on the field. And Somebody a, has to be up in the and box. A, and, and the key is, is that do you trust your assistant coaches upstairs going to really write information mm-hmm. when you call the game? You know, because I was when I was at Baylor, I was coordinator was up in the box, and then he moved down to the field because he trusted myself and the Robert receiver coaches going to get him in the, the right covers and right deep. This is what they're doing. You know, so it truly depends on how what where the office corner feel more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think Rule's done a good job of like not micromanaging Satterfield or the coordinators. I feel like there's a lot of trust. Do you think that's warranted? Well, you hired him. You're, you're also friends with them yeah, too. You, you, if you hired you a guy, you, you obviously you, you had enough trust in them because you hired them. Mm-hmm. So you got now, like I say, once they at the end of the season, you evaluate them. Right. Well, in their mind, starting from the beginning of the season, they're right where they thought they'd be. So it's mm-hmm. nothing to really be that upset about because they, they were figured they were going to be right here at this time, uh, four five game five games in five six, possibly seven. But it's not it's not it's not a shock. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's just that the shock is that we just had an opportunity to be better than be they better thought. Than more wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah better than they thought. When we started the show, we, we said, I said, I think Nebraska would be 66, 75 at best. Mm-hmm. And as a season, I was like, wait a minute, they can win more games than the way they're playing. They could have, yeah. They've been in the position yeah, to. But, yeah. but, 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 Should have. And, and, and from the day one, I said, 66, I think Nebraska probably be 66 at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it it's still can be, it's still feasible. Yeah, it's still feasible. I mean, we still got a we got a really good chance now and an outside chance if we don't win now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about defense, too, and what you want to see against Wisconsin, a team that hasn't put up a ton of points. They average around 23 a game. Attack. Mm-hmm. You, you attack them. Don't let them attack you because you know they're going to come out fired up home playing against Nebraska. Yeah. 6.30 kickoff game, night game, and Camp Randall. Yeah, prime so, time. You know, so you know they're going to be fired up. So I think Nebraska can come out on defense. Let's say, no, we're, we're coming at you. Well, they're going to put the ball in the air. 
They're definitely going to put the ball in there. They didn't flip flopped over. Uh, they're not going to try and establish that run nearly as much as they used to. And that's where we have problems covering, covering deep patterns. Mm -hmm. So we, hopefully we get that under, uh, under control yeah. because that's where the big mistakes are going to come. We don't want a big play and keep them down there where even if they kick and field goals, if he's scoring all the time or too much, it could really make the difference in the game. How aggressive can you be on those blitz packages versus Very. worrying about your secondary? Very. You, you, <laughs> Very. You, because you get pressure on a guy, you don't matter what you're doing in the backfield. Booty right. get tight. Yeah, you don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he gets tired. That's when you cause the issues. Yeah, you cause the issues because now you force him to get rid of the ball as quick. That's one for Johnny. That's, 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 when you force, that's when you force the quarterback to get out to throw the ball sooner than he wants to. Right. You know, so you, you blitz and you blitz and you blitz. It's like on the Remember the Titans. We're going to blitz him and they better not get another yard. That's and, right. And when you, put, you force him to be perfect. Absolutely. Biggest keys in your mind for Husker win, but you can't say the word turnover. Well, well I, didn't, I didn't say it last week. Johnny said, I didn't say it last week. We fact checked that. That didn't. Johnny, I said, I'm not going to say turnover colors, but we already know okay, yeah. turnovers. You know, I, I think get off the field on third downs for defense. Okay. You're going to have an opportunity to do third down. You can't let them convert third and medium to third and long. You got to get off the field. Well, I just think that we just have to get better up front. Our guys got to just dig down and, and give him more time to do more things. Because if, you, if, you, if we can hold them, then you can probably do what you want. Mm -hmm. But when you got somebody down on your back all the time, you don't know when, you play altogether different. Let's open it up to questions from the crowd. Yes, open up the questions. Cam will get that mic passed around. He already knows where to go with the first yeah, question. Yeah, he's going, he's going to the table with the guy over there in the corner. Where are we starting? She has one. Yeah. All right, okay. Here we go. So my question is, do you think that Sims has strengths and it would be in a different position? And yes, if yes, what would it be? Well, it, it, no matter what kind of strengths you have, you can't protect the football. You know, because you still got to carry the ball at the receiver. You still got to carry the ball at running back. You know, so if you, if you can't protect the football, then you, you're no good for anybody. Yeah, I think he'd make a great wide receiver, but if he caught it and fumbled, it would not make a difference. That's fair. <laughs> you know, maybe, 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 a, maybe a safety. Maybe he'd play safety where he, he can hit somebody. Yeah, we get to, don't have to worry you about, don't have to worry about catching it, just, uh, dive just, just dive and hitting people. So I obviously have not played football, but if he was in a different position, would he be coached different? So that strength would be? Yes, he'd be coached by a totally different coach. He'd be coached a totally different way of, of how the, the game is being played. If he played was coached to play defense, then we wouldn't have access to that problem at all. Yeah. Thank you. And he's an athlete. Athletes yeah. can make that adjustment. Yeah. Uh, if absolutely. he played defensive back or something, he probably could be, probably could play yeah. safety. You know, look at Tommy Hill. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. He went from DB to wide receiver and mm -hmm. back to DB. And so I mean, you see it all the time to where guys might start on one <laughs> side of the ball, but being but, but <coughs> being projected down the road, but it's been a, a corner. Mm -hmm. I think he'd make a great defensive back. You know why? He's long. They, they teach them to knock the ball down. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here oh, we go. Boy. Oh, boy. Hey, it is a good point, though, because he cannot redshirt medically now, so could right. be his, he can't grad transfer, essentially. So, yeah, if, he, if they can use him in a different way, I see. Yeah, you know, they, more power they, to you. And they'll figure it out in the offseason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Do you guys uh, think there's an area in the country we need to put uh, more emphasis on our re recruiting that we're not uh, going after guys in? I, you know, people always say an era. I think you go out and you, you find guys that fit your system. You know, I think the problem with football, college football, college sports, you let these recruiting analysts tell you about five stars and four stars and three stars, and a lot of times those guys don't fit you. Recruiting stars instead of recruiting guys that fit your system and, and fit well what you do. So we're part of the country, whether it's in Nebraska, whether it's Florida, California, Hawaii, you go get guys that fit you what you do best. Don't worry about where they're ranked in the international media. You know, recruiting is an art. They have, they have guys they've been looking at, hopefully they've been looking at all season long. Right. They, they should be pinpointed where our weaknesses are and where, who could be, fill that and be, become a strength. You know, recruiting is tough, though. And then once you get it, you got to go out there and beg them. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't want to come to a losing program, but then there's others they can see in their eyes. Well, I could be there. Right. I could help. I could do that. You know, I, they could count on me for that position. And those guys, you really want. And, and, and here's the reason why I always tell people stop paying attention to stars because no, they don't really. A lot of the time, the top four or five stars, probably ten percent of them actually pan out. 
You know, and we and, and here's a perfect example. Anthony Grant was the top running back coming out of junior college, number one player in junior college when he came out, and look at him now. You know, so I mean, you, that's the, it's all about once you get on college, that guy that you're playing with and playing against is just as good as you. And so it's the one who wants the ball, who has a bigger heart, is going to make sure that they get the opportunity to play. So stop worrying about stars and worrying about what they do when they get in college because everybody in college is in college for a reason. And how they're going to play with others, with the team. How they, a lot of guys are great. You know, they think they're great, but they're not guys that are that coachable or played with the rest of the team. Right. You know, it's a team thing for real. You can't do anything on that field by yourself. It's all every, everything put together. You got to do your job. But if you don't do your job, then I don't care how good the rest of them are. We, we have issues. <clears throat> got another one. So we've been no. talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I finished my chicken wings before asking this question. So uh, we talked a lot about, or you guys talked a lot about this podcast about you know, the coaching or the quarterbacks being coached wrong to make a mistake. At what point do you look to those upperclassmen to coach the younger guys? And for you guys both, did you guys have upperclassmen that helped coach you? And who would you look towards on this team? But here, that's in, a, in, a, in a normal circumstance, that would be great. That's what's supposed to happen. But look at this program. They don't, they don't have anyone who has, has, has success of winning. Because when winning is contagious, and right now losing is contagious because that's what they know for all these years. You know, we had guys when I got here to where we were player-led. Coach Osborne let the players lead the team. Now the coaches have to lead the team because these players don't know how to win. You, you think they do, but they don't. And then there's no one, there's no one they can look up to and know that, hey, this guy's going to get us fired up to win the game. Because if there was, then they wouldn't be losing in the games that they're losing right now. Well, they're winning about as many games, as I tell you, as they thought they were going to win. So they think they're doing okay. But there were so many games, we could have done far better, far better. We, we just gave games away that we really should have been winning, but they didn't believe they could do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to believe it. If things come to you as you believe, you believe you can or you believe you can't, whatever mm-hmm. you believe, you're probably going to be right. And then another thing, captains, you know, you know, they keep changing captains week in and week out to where – you know, I think when Johnny was there, you guys had the same captains all the whole season. Right. We had the oh, same yeah. captains the whole season. So everything went through the captain, and the captains were responsible for making sure everything ran. And when you have guys changing every week, you don't, everyone leads differently. But when you, when you, and we voted on our captain, so we knew the guys that were going to get us motivated, we're going to let things slide through. And I think that's what well, they need to go back through because we chose our leaders. And they took it personally and said, okay, then it's our job to make sure that we don't fall by the wayside, that this team's going to be successful. And if you were making all those mistakes, you had to deal with the captains. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they were upper upperclassmen. You were running the stairs of Johnny. Mm-hmm. With Tommy. Mm-hmm. With Tom. Tom. Well, you and Tom. Yeah. If you yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. You were, you were oh, joining I them. I would just run because so he didn't want to practice on Monday. No. <laughs> he didn't want to practice on Monday. No, because I was going to show out on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Why practice on Monday if That's you can right. just be a Heisman Trophy winner on, <laughs> on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, any more questions for the crowd? Anybody else? Going once, going twice. Well, good thing, guys. I have oh, questions for you. Go. Oh, my here God. Here we go. We've got some trivia. It is 1955 uh, trivia when she gets yeah. oh, the answer wrong, too. Yeah, she gets uh, the answer wrong, too. It's going to be even. I can't remember day four yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go back to 1890. Oh, the buggy, the gnats. The, yeah, the buggy. Um, <laughs> kind of on that same topic. But I'm not putting that as one of the options because everyone knows the bug eaters. Which of the following was not a nickname for Nebraska? So I made up one of these. Okay. The tree planters, the haymakers, or the rattlesnake boys. One of those is fake. Tree makers? Tree planters. Tree planters? Mm-hmm. Is that your? I'm going to say the rattlesnake boys. What's your? Trees. Incorrect. It was the haymakers I made up. So the, ra- the rattlesnake boys and the tree planters were... Both nicknames for Nebraska. For don't Nebraska? know why, but yeah, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. I don't so. see very many rattlesnakes in Nebraska. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I don't see them. Oh, I know they try to plant trees, and though, know, but we're cornhuskers. We do a lot of hay. We do a lot of hay. This yeah. one's a weird one. I'm telling you, these questions, man, you you digging deep? Check How y'all doing? Website. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who was the first team Nebraska ever beat in 1890? And it's not a college. Boys Town. YMCA. It is 
the YMCA. It's the Omaha YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> Only if they got to still play them. Well, I was just joking. Omaha YMCA. November 27th, 1890, they beat Omaha YMCA. Um, mm. True or false, Nebraska has played Creighton in football. True. Well, I say true because it sounds ridiculous. It's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got rid of their football team. I uh, believe there were some World War II issues going on, so they, uh, they needed those guys for, for other things. And We're going to have drawings here in a minute. But they need the Jesuits. They, <laughs> they, draw they, need for, the Jesuits. For they needed to send them out on the line. So. They need me to sing. <laughs> no, we don't need you to sing. <laughs> there is no place like Nebraska. <laughs> we just said we didn't need anybody to sing. Huh? What? Johnny no. wants to sing. Let him sing. That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, now we karaoke now. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> this one to get is, him uh, in here. Yeah? This one's just for Johnny. Okay. I need oh to, I'm pulling God. back on your memory. I have none. I, got, I, got, I didn't wear my helmet half the time. They were the leather helmets. They weren't protective. <laughs> That's right. No, he's not talking about helmets. No he he's talking about the medical helmet. He's talking about the medical helmet. Where did he shock you? Did he get shock treatment? <laughs> the Omaha Supernovas. It's a new professional team in Omaha. <laughs> what sport do they play? Oh, we just talked about this last week, didn't we? I don't care. They're going to be there. They play at the uh, at the arena, the CHI. Yeah. Right? What, what sport? Volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Omaha Supernovas. Guys, you can get tickets Damn. at supernovas.com. Season tickets. I know Johnny's getting season tickets for yes, all of his grandkids. So people that weren't here last week don't understand why that, that, that's funny to us. It is funny. Right. Uh, so we were talking about the Supernovas. Um, Great organization coming to Omaha, January 24, professional volleyball, super awesome. And Johnny, like, a minute, two minutes later is like, and I also heard volleyball's coming to Omaha professionally. <laughs> and we're like, Johnny, we just talked about, I just did a whole ad read on them and maybe I, 30 seconds ago. I, I was at the press conference. <laughs> Johnny's worried about the mics at the press conference, right. and we're talking about professional women's sports. Come on now, what are we doing? Shiloh, should I, well, this is should a, I get more trivia this questions? This is the first professional woman's sport that we've had in Nebraska, isn't it? No. Who, who else? Well, you had um, the, the, the football league, the, the latest. Indoor football. football league. This is the first major, major professional, major, correct. They professional. Yeah. They okay. Semi-pro. They were semi-pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we have semi-pro teams all over. But right. this, this is the first pro team for ladies that we've had in any event that I know about. Yeah, first time in America that women can play volleyball here. So before they've had to go overseas. Overseas, and, yeah. And they're, they're actually going to do a draft right before the Volleyball National Championships. This is pretty cool. So they'll draft college players. Nice. And that'll be really interesting. The Supernovas have the last pick because they're pretty much poised to be the best team in the league. Right, right. I mean, their roster is completely stacked with All-Americans and stuff. But I think it'll be fun. Like, you mm. get to see um, volleyball players that you watch on TV and Nebraska players get drafted. I mean, how cool that'd is that? Be, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, do we want do we want more trivia? Sure, no. why not? Who was Nebraska's first football coach? Oh my god. I don't know. Well, well you have to give us some, some Bill, Okay, I'll give you the options. Yeah. Bill Jenny. Um Dr. Langdon Frothingham, <laughs> T. U. Lyman, J. S. Williams, or Frank Crawford. I'm gonna say J. S. Williams because it sounds like a coach. Dr. Frank Crawford, whatever his <laughs> name is. That sounds like a surgeon. <laughs> Don't look at my I'll screen. Go, I'll go, well, I'll go for Frank. <laughs> uh, that's incorrect. They're all, uh, those are all incorrect. The doctors actually though. I can't see that far right anyway. <laughs> you can't see my screen. No, uh, Dr. Langdon <laughs> Frothingham was the first coach in 1890. Um, you got to give us more history that we, that we actually <laughs> Yeah, about. that we might have been around. These are so funny, though. I'm like, what, you is had this to, real? Obviously, you had to research it, so it's like, you, you had to research it means we're not going to know it. Uh, prior to 2008, what was the longest winning streak in Nebraska history? Well, from the well, longest winning streak, whether it's like from 72 to. It's actually after. It wasn't 72. Cause we, we, it was we lost the a couple of games in 72. Long, longest. Yeah. Longest win streak. Oh, it was, uh, it, was, it was 27 games, wasn't it? Close. 25? 20, 26. It was like hmm. 90. Yeah, it was 96 entering the Arizona yeah. State game. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Nebraska lost. Ooh. We got shut out, too. What is the only game that you played in or started, I forget which one, that you lost to a team in the regular season? Iowa State. You want to know a funny story about that? 
It better be funny. <laughs> so I called my dad after the show, and he's like, you need to bring this up to Tommy. I, I called in on a radio show he was on. My dad's a huge Iowa State fan. The whole family went there. He's like, I asked him, who's the only team he lost to in the regular season? And he said, Iowa State. Uh, that's the only one. So my dad got you one time pretty good. Yeah, one time. Runs in the family. Yeah. I think my senior year, what we, happened? Lo- we lost to Iowa State. <clears throat> What's just, your problem with Iowa State? We lost. Turnovers? No, we lost. The conference tough. No, we, <laughs> they always tough. No, they always, that, they always no, tough. We honestly said it's one game we overlooked. We yeah. overlooked them. They just they we didn't turn the ball over. <laughs> they just beat us. My dad will be very happy to hear that. Well, he's still living by that win, I'm sure. Uh, Doctor Tom Osborne's last win was for the Big Twelve title. True or false? That was false. That was true. That's true. Doctor Tom Osborne won the last game of his career. He beat Tennessee in the Orange. Or excuse me, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Sorry. Don't know what I'm doing agreeing with Johnny. So his last one was the Orange Bowl. Yeah, the championship game. Um, yeah, yep. he went out on the championship. He went out on as yeah. a winner, huh? Yeah, she, she said last, you uh, said uh, Big 12. She said Big, yeah, not Big 12. Big 12 is championship. His okay. last one. Everyone knows that Matt, I'm, I'm reading this for the first time, so bear with me. Everyone knows that Matt Davison caught the kicked ball in 1997 oh, Missouri game. Matt who kicked Davis. the ball to keep it off the ground? Shevin Wiggins. He's one of my high school teammates. What do you remember about that? He kicked the ball up. Hmm. It was actually, the ball actually was going to him. Shevin and he went through, he was falling down, and he, hmm. he kicked the ball up, and Matt came out of nowhere. Yeah, but Shevin, I didn't watch that game. Yeah, but Shevin went to my high school. Okay. Yep. So that, that's, the, that's the, the catch that Matt made that <laughs> yeah, made him famous? Yeah, the, the, the one catch that he got? The one catch. The one catch. <laughs> the one catch. The one catch. That's what I called him when I seen him. One catch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who was the first Nebraska football player to go on to play football after college? The first? The first. She asked no, What year was that? 1923. 1920. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up now. We need Google. <laughs> Guy Chamberlain. Guy Chamberlain. <laughs> that's okay, that's a think, famous name. I, 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 I think it's good trivia today. <laughs> we got an F on this quiz. Yes, we? we did. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Let's give away some stuff, but I, we had some new faces walk in, so I want to get their names all in yes. before we uh, draw for a winner. So that'll do it for the show portion. We'll talk to you guys next time which won't be thursday because it's thanksgiving unless you guys want to have a big thanksgiving meal together um but we'll see you potentially for a bowl game okay what are the odds i'd like to this family here i brought an extra helmet for this family right here okay i think we just give this to them i would agree they've been here for every show every show well she has to call she's in charge of social media i said family Family. Just those guys. <laughs> no, no, she forces him to come. <laughs> yeah. We know too much. What if it's honey dudes? Yeah. <laughs> honey, do this. She knows exactly where he's at, when he's at. <laughs> All right, let's end this thing on a go big red chant. If this is the last one and they don't make a bowl game. Oh, which is right. say that. Right? This don't will be the last that. one. I told you we got to recruit no. the show. Oh, yeah, we got to recruit. We got to go to the portal. All right, ready? Go big red. Go big red. All right, All thanks, right. guys. Right. We in it to win it. A Herd at Sports Network production.